You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Garage fam, welcome back again. It is the GGFS race recap show, uh, Martinsville. We are uh, we're getting ready to leave Charlotte now, but Martinsville itself um, had a lot of had a good time in Martinsville. Coincidentally, uh, Martinsville gives out a trophy, which is a clock for time. Um, what time is it, Dale? It is time to preview the NASCAR. Cup Series Championship. Ooh-wee. Okay. And, well, let's talk about some Martinsville first. Martinsville is unbelievable. You talk about the clocks. Three clocks were given away to three outstanding drivers who came in. Uh, two drivers with the Xfinity and trucks that came through in the clutch, punched their ticket to the championship four, and then you had a playoff spoiler that came through on Sunday, stole the race away, hurt some feelings in the process, and now has a new T-shirt that yeah. he's putting up for sale so he just really needed a new clock that's the way i look at it yeah know? absolutely and alex bowman obviously who we're talking about here number 48 jimmy johnson incredible at martinsville won a lot of races at martinsville why could we not see that i, I just i have to go over the pain of not picking him we picked him at dover to win that's a jimmy johnson track and uh, uh, it's uh, like it's translated over and martinsville comes around the inconsistencies all year long with Alex Bowman have been insane. And then he comes out and was just a rocket, freaking just lightning fast through the whole second half of the race. You got to think, though, I mean, like the way that I looked at it was, is, you know, you don't, it's hard to like pick guys outside of the championship eight, you know, at like these races. And and you want to feel like it's going to be one of those guys. But this just goes to show, this has happened twice now, this year in the playoffs, Bubba Wallace at Talladega, and now you have Alex Bowman at Martinsville. It's just one of those things where it's like you can't count anyone out. And like you said with Jimmy Johnson, you know, I haven't seen Jimmy lately. Um, like that South Park episode that, that's on the television with Cartman and Kenny. Kenny's inside of Cartman. Maybe Jimmy was inside of Alex for this one. Who knows? No, that's pretty good. That's pretty good right there. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy Johnson tracks Dover, Martinsville. The shit has translated to Alex Bowman. And just to recap, we had Elliott, we had Truex, and we had Blaney. Uh, Blaney was very, very disappointing. Had damage early, could just could not get the balance of the car right. Team Penske in general just was not great. I know Joey, Joey ran okay. He was like a 15th place car. Him and Paul Wolf played the strategy game well. Uh, and Keselowski running third. I mean, the dude's just he's just got the heart of a champion, man. Like that man has done has had some very clutch performances in playoff time and he he just finds a way never has the best car finds a way to be there at the end and he was man he was so close but ultimately team hendrick is the story once again and i think there's a really 
strong possibility that Team Hendrick is a story next week in Phoenix with two guys in the Final Four. Oh, yeah, you want to believe that. I will say this about Brad. You know, the, the Penske plowing was bound to happen. Uh, you just didn't know who it might have been. You know, you got an aggressive guy in Logano. You got an aggressive guy in Brad at times. Brad's not, not super aggressive always, but he's definitely – we'll call him Bully Brad. He liked to, you know, pu- push people around a little bit up well, there. Back in the Make day, scoot. we're talking five to ten years ago. He was always – he was that guy that was always in fights, always in disputes and arguments because he raced really hard. He ruffled feathers. And now – and, of course, you know, him and Kyle Busch are not friends. They are mortal enemies because of that era. And we know what happened with Kyle Busch in his post-race interview, and that was literally because of Brad Keselowski kind of getting into him, coming to the checkered flag, and then he runs into him by mistake, runs into him after the checkered flag waved and spun him out and – we know what Kyle Busch said, and now he's going to sensitivity training. That would oh, be yeah. Fun. But, yeah, I mean, Brad, he just finds a way to get there at the end. I know he didn't win, but he just they just didn't bring the best cars for those guys all year. I mean, Brad only won one race, and that was at Talladega. Yeah. And that was just all skill. The brakes, the brakes too, were such a big thing. I, you know, and that's been the story all year for Penske. They they say that road course stats work well. We talked about that with with, with some of our friends this week. Road course stats work well at Martinsville. It's all about the brakes. Okay, it's about how you're doing your braking. Penske not had the, the best of brakes. Maybe you should have thought about that. We just wanted to really believe that the 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 power, the power. You know, the the, the chi was right with Blaney. And that's why I think we were so heavy there because the, the storyline itself seemed well. And Todd Gordon. Last, I mean, Todd TG Gordon's 12. going out has been so good at Martinsville when he was with Logano and then really has been so strong with Blaney over the past two years at Martinsville. So that was just a shocker, absolute shocker. They just could not find the balance of the car. But, um, yeah, we, um, we had a decent week. Trucks were insane. Uh, lost money there. Uh, Zane Smith wins in a three-wide co- collision coming to the white flag, which was just absurd. Uh, what a we were trait. watching that one from the Martinsville Sky Deck. That was a cool experience. We call so it the Trace because it's a truck race. Call it the Trace. It was a great trace. Your wake up with trucks was no disappointment. At least mm-hmm. the, the, it hurt for the bets, extent, though. Yeah, hurt it, for did, bets. It, it hurt with the bets. Hurt for C. Sheldon. Like we that, hit a matchup. We did hit. I did hit a matchup. Ben yeah. Rhodes and I talked about that. Ben Rhodes over Josh Berry. It was on DraftKings. It was on uh, anywhere. Uh, that was just an unbelievable lock. Even lock Miss Virginia was 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 wilding into like she was she was bad about it. Like yeah. she was having a great time. We were, we were all rooting for Creed there. Um, shoot, all the all the things that happened this weekend almost made us forget about the fireworks between him and Matt Crafton. Yeah, that was that was some that was some intense intense shit right there and. <sighs> Man, that sucked. We we really were rooting for Creed there to win. They it's kind of the same deal. They just didn't bring the best truck. Todd Gillen was unbelievable, and then uh, that wreck happens, and he Todd Gillen. I know he won a race this year, but he was like the Daniel Hemrick of the truck series. Mm-hmm. Really, really fast, really fast, and Can't close. would have bad luck or couldn't close. In this case, really bad luck. Got turned by Stuart Friesen coming to the white flag, crashes, loses everything, but. Shout out to Zane Smith. Zane Smith, he has nothing. He has nothing. He has nothing. Yeah, <laughs> but he does. He has a shot at the championship. So he, if he, if he had, he had nothing before. Now he has a shot at a title. At Something's Phoenix. there. So he had to win to get in, and he did just that. Xfinity Noah Gragson comes through in the clutch. Man, Daniel Emrick gives up that race. 
Hamrick was a little bit faster than Noah at the end. Uh, and, man, Noah just dug hard on a restart, got the lead, and that was it. And he was a must-win, when to get in. He did it. Noah Gragson just came through in the clutch and got it done. You got to love that boy. And, look, I'm going to say this much about it right here. It's it's one of those things where you have to show the respect where it's due. The, the, he is going to eventually figure every little thing out that he needs to. I mean, he is in the direction right now to where, you know, the, the maturity is coming into play. He's still being able to balance the wild boy nature, doing his jam, and being able to just be a stone-cold killer on the racetrack. And that is the – I think that's what a lot of people have been waiting on out of Noah. You know what? You know? I thought about this. His celebration was awesome. He, he, he interacts with the fans. He's very thankful and appreciative of his fans. I mean, more so than a lot of other drivers. Oh, dude, yeah. And he's a good – he's a genuinely good dude. And he also gives no fucks. He walks up there, gets a beer from the from a fan, and shotguns it right there, throws it, spikes it. It's our kind of guy. I was thinking about my point here is I dressed up as Tim Richmond throughout the weekend. Who would be the modern day Tim Richmond in NASCAR? I mean, right now, I mean, you got it. You got to say it. it's probably Noah Gregson. Yep, absolutely. He he has that vibe. I mean, obviously, Tim Richmond is unlike anything else. Um, but Noah Gregson embodies like the the crazy wild persona that's similar to what Tim Richmond had in the eighties. Like, don't freak out. We know Noah Gregson is not Tim Richmond. All right. Yeah. But when you compare, like, who is that one guy that just sticks out in the sport? That personality is, wise, yeah, yeah that sure. that is embodying a wild boy personality and is a is a wheel man and a winner. That's Noah Gregson. People so. don't like that either, and that's what's sad is that people just don't like winners, and people just don't like just people that out here just like they're, they're not afraid to 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 step out of that you know that 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 humbleness a little bit sometimes you know that it's just and it's not even that I'm, I think that he is a very humble guy, and a lot of people don't have the privilege to really like know Noah that well and and i think that the thing is you know looking from the outside looking in there's a lot that you can take because everybody is gonna develop their own look at a driver himself but uh but man he is just on a great track and like i said the more that he's learning he's coming back to junior motorsports next season i really hope he can get a championship this year we're going to definitely be watching him in phoenix this weekend i think this could be the year i mean the energy and the time is right and it just feels like he is just that guy that, that he needs to get a little bully Brad in him coming up, you know, if he's not front. You know, just he's he's the guy that's going to take it. He's going to take it if it's there for him. And that's what NASCAR is, is makes it exciting. It makes it fun. And he's aware of that. Um, and yeah, he. I mean, we, we expect he's going to be super aggressive. I mean, I this week – I expected him to be super aggressive. He knows um, it's right and here. He was. He. I mean. He. I mean. Him and his team know, knew what was at stake, and it's like win or go home. And um, Daniel Henry doesn't know that. Obviously. Yeah, well, you know, in regardless, like, yeah, for betting purposes, Hemrick is very disappointing. Which actually, we talked about trucks did not go well. I had Creed. I had uh, Ben Rhodes, Grant Enfinger. None of those guys. Also won. ate a hot Didn't dog imagine. during that race, the chili one first. That yeah, was the not the real one, Martin's The first hot dog, dog we had was terrible, but Gross. we had another one, and it redeemed itself. It was pretty good. But it did. Xfinity went really well on bets. Perfect betting card. 
I knew Daniel Hemrick was not going to win, and I still bet on him to win, Just along like with Noah Gragson and A.J. Allmendinger. Gragson wins, but because I knew Daniel Hemrick was not going to win and he was going to be fast, I was like, got to take him for a top three. Got to take him for a top three plus 210 because we all know he doesn't want to win. He doesn't want to win. No. And uh, regardless, though, don't look at the betting side here. Look at the competitive, like, actual side of what's happened here. Him and Noah Gragson are even. They are in the same playing field right now, both with an equal shot at winning a championship. And all that, all that has to happen is Hemrick finishes second, everybody else finishes seventh, fourth, fifth. Hemrick is a champion. So that's what that's what NASCAR wants. And at the end of the day, Gragson's won three times this year. Hemrick has won zero. Both have the same exact opportunity ahead. When the, when is the pain is the pain ever going to stop? Man, I don't know. I, I just he's going he's going to Colleg next year. He's going to a, a lesser race car. This was his year, and he led so many laps, and he could still win at Phoenix. He was very strong here, very strong here in the spring. Uh, and he, of course, late race restart, he was on the outside of the lead and wrecked with like three laps to go. So, and Noah, we we don't have much of a sample size on Noah because Noah blew an engine on like lap sixty here in the spring when he was yeah. on that terrible bad luck spell. So. Cindric's going to be good. Cindric's won two straight at Phoenix. Um, and I'm already going to say I don't think A.J. Allmendinger is going to win it because their short track program has been off compared to the rest of the contenders in that championship four. So well, I'm going to tell preview you, there. I, I love it. I can't wait to get into this weekend. We're going to go all out for championship weekend as well. Like I really want to, to do – I want to do the most this weekend. But I'll say this much uh, before we move on to talking a little bit more about Cup and just the weekend in general. Um, if – if Austin Cindric is P1, Noah Gragson, P2, uh, Noah, I, I definitely think Noah would, would turn the man. I think he would turn the man. Absolutely. I mean, if you're – And then he would come low and, and, and probably rock his jaw. Cause, well, I don't nah, know. Austin dude, might not want any smoke. Cindric is not that – Cindric is – I'm not going to – for lack of a better term, Cindric is – I just think he's a he's kind of a wimp. Honestly, he's yeah. a hell of, kind of a nerd. You should say it. Yeah, I mean, he, he's just, nerdy. He, he's a hell of a wheel man, though. I respect the hell out of yeah. his talent and his capabilities. He's a very diverse race car driver, but I don't I just don't see him doing that. No Brad K. We'll say that much. We know Gragson will swing for the fences on the track and off the track. But um, yeah, I mean, Austin Cindric's going to be tough to beat. So that'll be exciting. Real quick, trucks. We talk about trucks. Uh, I think Zane Smith might be the guy. After not winning all year, he he ran really well at Phoenix here last year, finished second to Sheldon. Uh, I think Zane Smith, that might be my pick to win the championship. Crazy. This playoff format really gifts getting hot at the right time, yeah. and that's all it took for Zane Smith. He is hot. He has the most momentum. You got a guy like Matt Crafton in there, hadn't won a race all year. John Hunter Nemechek has been very sporadic in the playoffs. And then our fourth guy in that championship for is Ben Rhodes, who has – he won the first two races of the season, hasn't won since. He's been okay throughout the playoffs, been pretty consistent. I think Zane Smith is going to be the lesser favorite out of all four of these guys. Uh, betting odds, I think I'm taking Zane Smith to win the championship. So, right. well, you, you already know. If, if it's a truck bet, I'm going to follow. Um, so, yeah, and we'll we'll dig more into to that going up through the week. Be sure to check everything out on tobychristie.com. That's where we'll have all the goods. Shout out to Hooters. We got a shout out to Hooters. Don't forget to eat Hooters. To, yeah, we're actually we're still up here in Charlotte. We're gonna go 
I'm hungry, man. We're about to go get some Hooters. Yeah. And hopefully you will too. Uh, promo code Garage Guys, Hooters to go.com or the Hooters app to save $10 off any order. $30 or more. You want to be the fine print guy this time? Yeah, yeah. Valid at participating locations for delivery or carryout orders only. There we go. Fine print. But uh, but with with Cup itself, talking a little bit about, you know, the the betting, DFS, Chase obviously had a very strong car, very strong run. Brad K decided he was like, I'm, you know, I'm going for it all. You can't blame the man. It's it did upset me personally because I was like, man, like this is this is gonna be a runaway. It's good. No, was not a runaway. Restarts happen. Chase gets turned. Brad knew, hey, got to get him out. And then for him to only finish third, and then him and Kyle Bush got into that little tiff, like he was trying to turn Kyle for second, like it wasn't going to change anything. Like it was just all out of anger. Like, you know, I respect the balls on the man. But, you know, it's uh, it sucks when you watch your picks, you know, just, just go through shit town. Like Blaney, Blaney, you know, it was rough on him all race long. Like he just the, – the car was just kind of shit town. And then Brad Kay took Chase Elliott to shit town. And then uh, Martin Truex, he's trying to just race. He's trying to make his way. He gets pushed in the wall. Shit town. Who pushed him into shit town? I can't even remember who pushed Somebody him Somebody put them three wide. I think it was Almirola. Somebody put Almirola three wide and then Almirola ah, left the him bacon up the track. Boy. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, shout out to him, though. He was IHOP this weekend. Well, That's IHOP, boy, yeah, pancake guy. He, um, you know, I will say this much about him. He was a great play for DFS. And if you were playing on DraftKings and you were doing DFS – you know, nobody probably had this lineup, but this would have been incredible. Like, Bowman, obviously, and then Almirola starting 23rd, finishing 6th. William Byron, 11th to 5th. He was one of the premium guys. We like the, the premium boy, William Premium Boy Byron. Been so hot in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Dude, he's – I mean, like, the consistency was is wild. Martin ended up finishing 4th, started where he finished, which is kind of what we said we thought would happen, which is great there. Eric Jones was another one that was one of my premium boys. Finished 8th. Starting twenty eighth, and Chris Busher starting fifteenth and ninth, you know. So it, it's wild to see like that how that top ten shook out, and, and some of our free picks just things just went to shit town. Like I said, Martinsville shit town hand in hand. Well, Chase Elliott, Chase Elliott was still a top scorer, wasn't he? Because he led the first. He I mean, did. He, made, he virtually led the first three hundred laps of that race. It's true. He finished sixteenth. Like and uh, but but, but I'll say he had like a hundred and twenty nine fantasy points, something around there, because of the laps led. Right. That's the that is key at Martinsville. So he was definitely. One of the guys that you had to have, but yeah, I mean, you said it yourself, and I and we saw it, we saw it coming. Like when Denny got up there, I was like, man, like I just don't know if Denny's going to be able to hold on to this because it's like that's like the story, the Virginia boy in Virginia, which Virginia hates him by the way, and we figured My that. God, out. yeah, the Chase the, Elliott fans are everywhere, and it's Kyle Larson fans too, because I mean, if I could look around and see guys wearing Kyle Larson shirts that would boo Denny Hamlin. It's like a Team Hendrick versus Denny Hamlin deal. Like, yeah. these people, I put a it's little... It's Joe versus Rick. I put a little video out on Twitter just kind of talking about this yesterday. And it's, it's just kind of summarizing how fucking psychotic and insane <laughs> these Elliot and Larson fans are. Like, it felt like they made up 90% of the stadium. Yeah. And every time, they would literally shit their pants. If Like, if Kyle Larson passed somebody for 18th you just see like 50 60 larson fans getting up screaming like 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 just going berserk like it's, nuts. it's almost it's <laughs> i really didn't think i would see like a fandom 
like what we saw Dale Earnhardt Jr. fans, you know, all you know throughout the last twenty years. Yeah. These Elliott fans and Larson fans are so passionate. Like a lot, look, love them or hate them, they are good for NASCAR in the extent of bringing the passion and the energy to races. And they're fucking psychos. I don't like throwing beers on the track. Like, let's make that clear here, which is what happened with Denny. But these guys and girls really make things interesting at the racetrack. Hell yeah. how crazy they are. The energy, like the booze, when the booze came in for Hamlin, I turned around and looked at Chase, jaw dropped at how loud and like shaking the stadium was. And there was a lot going on in that moment. It was yes, like it yes. felt, but because of Martinsville being like the, the, as, as small as it is, like it definitely felt like you know an old school race, man. And it was that was what was cool about because like I can remember like it at Talladega when I was young, like like when Jeff Gordon won under caution, like all the beers just like just slammed on four, yeah. like no, get out here. Like, it was just rough, you know? And, like, so it was just cool as hell to see that. But, dude, you're, you're so right. And, like, I'm kind of in Denny's corner on this one just because it's, like, I have nothing against Chase Elliott. We call him Bill's boy. It's for fun. But it's, like, at the same time, it's, like, I've met some, some fans. And there's some Chase Elliott fans that I fuck with, and it's great. There's some Chase Elliott fans that are actually it's just, like, kind of like you just want to walk away. Like, you shake their hands. Great to meet you. I got to go. Like, they're, they're wild. It's, they're like, wild. some of those guys. It, like deliberately try to be idiots. Yeah, is what it feels like. I'm like, how can your brain work this way, dude? And even with Kyle Larson fans too, the same premise. I think they're both, uh, they both have a lot of people in their fan base. And this isn't everyone. Look, this isn't every Larson fan. This isn't every Elliott. No, fan. there are some rational guys and girls out there. But there's a lot of people in those fan bases that are just. I don't understand how your brain thinks this way. Yeah. But I love you. I love <laughs> you love because you. you you're bringing the heat. Passion, heat, energy, just excellent atmosphere to Martinsville and hopefully to more racetracks like that. Absolutely. Yeah, we need it. My, my favorite one was this. There was like this this older woman, like had been in her 60s. She was a Joe Legato fan. Poor Joe is just like pedaling along in like P13. And she's like, come on, Joe, you got this. I see you It's like that dude is not moving. I love there. the like, people that like <laughs> when Larson got a speeding penalty, I saw this one dude who like he. this is one of those guys I'm talking about that would shit his pants if he passed somebody for 23rd. Like when Larson got one of those speeding penalties – like, he had a scanner and everything, and he got up when Larson was driving by after the pit stop. And it's like they think that the drivers can see them and are looking up in the crowd. Like, this guy looks at Larson, <laughs> and he's, like, just, like, shaking his hand, and he, he does, like, the point at your – he was, like, pointing at his head. Oh, like, pointing best. at his head, like, think, man, use your brain. Like, come on. Like, yeah. he can't see you, dude. dude. I love it. Like, it's hilarious, but it's like – It is hilarious. I mean, I, I, I would be one, like – when I was a kid or younger, watching Gordon or Junior in person and watching Gordon take the lead or watching Junior take the lead or pass somebody for third, you know, or second, like making his way up there, I'm like, hell yeah, like get up, clap, like let's go. But these people are like, Kyle Larson could be 38th. 18 laps down, he passes Cody Ware for 37th, and they will, 60, 70 people get up and just like shit their pants going berserk. It's yeah. Like, that's passion. Fucking Ted. Ted's just like contemplating just jumping over the fence and like jumping on the windshield just so he can have a quick conversation yeah, with him right. while he's going around turn two. Right. You right. know? 
So it was, uh, it's hilarious, but it's great. And and like I said, NASCAR, you got to keep rolling with it. But yeah, you got to also just, uh, you know, you root for your guys. You do, however the hell you want to root for your guys is whatever. You keep doing it because it just it, there's somebody out there in the crowd that's going to be amused by what's going on on the track and amused at what's going on in the stands. That's why NASCAR races are the shit, and they always will be. So all right. Yeah, we well, got to get down to it. Who, one, championship. Get down to, to Tass Brax, as uh, as Hot Lap Henry would say. Um, so we have Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex. Uh, one of the book that we're looking at is just pretty much just like slapping MTJ in the face at like plus four hundred. Well, DraftKings, I checked DraftKings as well. Same deal. He's the he is the biggest underdog of the four. DraftKings has him. To win that race at plus plus what an upset that would be i feel like if martin wins at this point but it w- i don't think it would be not though, for martin fans but as i think everyone the, expects kyle i think the biggest point. upset would be chase elliott and i people will disagree with me on that but he's he's the only driver in this that has won zero races on ovals this year he all his wins are on road courses he's led a lot of laps uh, like we saw at Martinsville, controlled that race from the beginning to a little past halfway. But no oval wins. Any ovals where he was close, he ran second to either Larson or Denny Hamlin at uh, Vegas. So, I don't know. I think Elliott, it, it's surprising to me. I guess the defending champion thing, you know, he's done it before. Uh, him and Truex are the only guys that are champions out of these four dudes. But with Truex being the underdog is shocking to me because of – I expect that line is going to shift. People are going to start hammering that because he won here. He was very strong here, won here uh, at Phoenix in the spring. Uh, the 750 horsepower package has been really good to him. Even uh, we hated him at Martinsville because he didn't win, but he still ran fourth. Yeah. Richmond dominated. Martinsville earlier this year won that race. So that's surprising to me. There's a lot of value there. Yeah, there, yeah. I, Look, I, I'm going to put it to you like this. You're going to have the people if Chase Elliott were to win this thing, and he very much well could. I had an accidental bet I put in earlier in the year, and I thought I was getting Chase Elliott plus 500 to win at Coda. Rookie. Was not. Was getting him to win the championship. So if he wins, I won't be too mad. But at the same time, it's like you're going to hear the, you know, oh, it's rigged. What uh, did you grab him at when that? It was like plus 550, I think. That's pretty good. That's pretty good odds. Yeah, so it's not too bad. But at the same time, would I have normally taken that? No, I just wanted to bet him for Coda. It, that was all it was. But I, I'm going to say this. There is so many narratives, and I want to save some of these for the DFS preview show, obviously. There are some of my thoughts that I have on uh, on who I think and what I think as far as like at why, why each one of these guys could win and why each one of these guys could lose. And those are the things I feel like we, we definitely will talk about on the DFS preview show when we're giving out our guys we like. And then we'll have a little added segment on there this week for that for betting too and as we're getting ready to move into the off season but um i i just there's there's a ton that was just great about martinsville itself and and just going into phoenix this i I think this has been so far you know and and actually it's we're at the end now i mean i will say it like was this the greatest season ever was fox right yeah i mean it's a wild all season. The complaints, all the throughout all the complaints of people bitching about the error package, which I do feel those people. I'm a 750 guy. Uh, I don't know anybody who's legitimately likes the 550 bullshit. But 
people that are just starting to watch NASCAR and don't know any better. Maybe. There was a lot of excitement, a lot of parody when it comes to different winners. I think we had 15 different drivers win a race this year. That's, I that's, mean, that's pretty dope. Upset guys like Bubba Wallace, Michael McDowell. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say upset. At the time, I think this was an upset. McDowell was the biggest car. upset because there was a lot By of far. money on the line. <laughs> yeah, and the bit in the Super Bowl and NASCAR, the, the one of the most difficult races to win, uh, and one of the most prestigious races on the planet. Of yeah, like I was gonna say, Chris Bell winning at the road course was pretty surprising. That was Eric Almarola winning at New Hampshire. Shocker, absolute shocker. Yes. So it's been a good season of of parody drama. And it's going to come down to the wire. The drama at Martinsville was exactly what we had hoped for and asked for. And through all three series, absolutely phenomenal. And hopefully we get that drama at Phoenix next week. Um, but we had predictions at the beginning of the playoffs of who our final four would be. I had Kyle Busch, William Byron, Truex, and Kyle Larson. So went two for four. Kyle Busch misses by three points. William Byron, had he not had one bad round, probably would be in it because he was so good through the rest of the playoffs who are your four guys i want to say i had larson elliott uh blaney and bowman i think did you have bowman damn yeah i had had bowman as the dark horse but you know i was going to ask you does it still count that bowman won martinsville i mean that makes it a little closer for you i guess uh, but he didn't even i think he got he didn't even make it to the round of 12 no man he yeah that team was just so so inconsistent on the 1.5s especially they they just were the weak point for hendrick motorsports yeah no i mean that that'd be wild because he got clipped after the roval if he had made the round of eight he just punched his ticket and really, really upset the picture. You know what I mean? Incredible, too, so. man. It would have been it would have been wild. But, you know, Bowman's time is coming, man. I'm really coming around to that 48 team, man. Just Bowman himself, he, uh, he's he got a little bit of swag with him, a little personality. It's a little bit different way. But, you know, the the I think the, the controversy of the weekend and all that stuff just – you know, the, the Hamlin-Bowman, there's so many potential rivalries coming up now. And uh, and and I think that we're going to see a lot going forward in the 2022, which is going to be wild. But. The craziest thing to me, like the evolution of Denny Hamlin, he was yeah. really like a, a likable guy for a long time. He's devolving, and now he is the villain. He is he has taken over. You know, Joe Brad, Gibbs is the villain. Brad Keselowski and Joey Logano and Kyle Busch were the three guys over this past decade that had easily solidified themselves as the villains of NASCAR. That has changed dramatically with Denny Hamlin. Like, yeah. Denny Hamlin, I think, is above Kyle Busch because Kyle Busch has not gotten in, in crazy feuds with these Hendrick guys that are, like, the popular dudes of NASCAR. Right. He did have the deal with Chase Elliott where Elliott flipped him off. That 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 was a, a nothing burger. You know, that turned into nothing. Right. Denny Hamlin, I mean, it's time and time again. He's got something going on. Chase Briscoe. Uh, Chase Elliott back in 2017, Bowman this time around. He's had it. He's had feuds with Logano, Keselowski. I mean, it has just been a crazy last four or five years of Denny Hamlin. And moving into the next gen era, really interesting to see how all this develops. And we still got a race to to determine. I mean, he might ruffle some more feathers next week. So it's going to be it. interesting. It's going to be fun. Right now, who who do you think will win the championship in the Cup Series? Next oh, week in Phoenix, man. You know it's it's wants and needs, so it always comes down to. So, you know the uh, this week I have to be aligned with it. Like I, I'm gonna just kind of stay true to it. Story of the year, Kyle Larson. That's that's what I'm gonna ride with, man. And it obviously we love Kyle. Um, 
but he's it a vibe. sucks. Guy's a vibe. For the betting aspect of it, it sucks because he's such a heavy favorite, which is... Well, there's a reason Vegas loves him. Yeah, I mean, it's it's absolutely reasonable, but it hurts the betting thing because the you, don't, you don't see guys at plus 150, plus 190, whatever he is on, on DK. He's got Max Verstappen numbers. Yeah, I... Um, <laughs> an F1. This hasn't been a great... This has been an inconsistent uh, Denny Hamlin track over the years. 750s he's been good at he's got he's had decent momentum in the playoffs true x one here in the spring um chase elliott hasn't won on an oval all year you, i just i got it i think kyle larson wins the championship i think he wins the race and the title i definitely don't see someone outside of the championship for winning this race yeah if there was though it would be kevin harvick because he's like he's gonna be like surprise I gotta fucking win, motherfuckers, motherfuckers yeah. like you forgot about me. Like I still have to win a race. <laughs> like, yeah. Plus so, twenty eight hundred. Hey. Yeah. You want You want to get a little dicey with it? Go go that direction. No, I'm definitely. I cannot wait to look at betting though. So like maybe we pivot a little more away from like the to win bets this week. We really look into some props and see what we can find. Some matchups, some head to heads, and I think that's what we really need to do. Uh, and we'll have a lot of that stuff for free. Okay, on tobychristie.com. So you, you'd be checking that stuff out. And we'll, you know, obviously the Discord's free. It's always been, it still is. And you can get in there and check out what we have going on as well. Just talk a little bit about, uh, you know, the campground environment. Martinsville is definitely more of a chill family campground, not really, you know, wild boy party campground. So just that's something to know if you're contemplating on going. Uh, but still, the energy inside the track is great. Um, it was Halloween. There was, you know, some families trick or treat and things like that. Everyone's very friendly as well. So it's uh, it's nothing, nothing too crazy and too wild. So just want to kind of put that out there. But yeah, and you you saw how good the racing is on TV. It's equally as good in person, if not oh, better, yeah. because you really, especially with the Cup race. I mean, Xfinity was phenomenal. Another photo finish. Uh, trucks are phenomenal. Three wide coming to the white flag. They all wreck. I think night races in general but are just great. The cup race, man, the, the drama and the intensity, you could feel it. You could feel it in the air. Oh, especially yeah. in the last 100 laps. And when the as soon as the race ended, it was just so tense, dude. It was so tense. Like it had everyone standing up just on the edge of just heavy adrenaline, heavy adrenaline rush. It's not. There's nothing like Martinsville in the fall, man. And That's the weather's sweet. pretty nice. It gets a little chilly, which is. Yep. Bring a jacket. That. Bring yeah. a little jacket. I live in Mississippi, so it's like 300 degrees at all times. So I love that kind of weather. But Amen. everything about Martinsville fall, the, the stands were packed. I'm sure they look great on TV. Hadn't seen anything yet, but in person they were they were absolutely packed. Everybody has to experience it, and hopefully next year you'll be there for sure. Just want to say this: don't put chili on the hot dog. Check out a chicken biscuit. Chicken biscuits are good. Um, you know what was good was like the little the relish on there was really good. Yeah, it was like a, it kind of reminded me of like quinoa. It was like it was kind of different. That's why I didn't know what the hell that was. I was like, what is this? No, yeah, the chili was not. No, was the chili's not like wolf chili from like dollar store. Don't do that. That's that that will ruin the dog. I didn't. Maybe you know I didn't like the onions because one of the ones we ate the second time. I think I ate another one with chili on it, but it didn't have onions and it had some relish in there. Yeah. The, the, okay, the one bad. that we ate where we, we were actually with the, with the Martinsville guys. It was just, yeah. yeah that yeah. one Those was better. Were, yeah, it was, it was that good. That one was way better. But was, the first one with chili and onions on it, yeah, dude, I prepared was, those. It was tough. I thought was that tough. chili was supposed to be on that thing. But, uh, but no, yeah, definitely do that. And then I'll also say this much too. Um, whenever you look at, um, 
whenever you go look to to try to like do something a little bit uh fun around the area like martinsville has like a good little like front section where they're able to show off you know the sponsors and things like that so you got to check that one out and then uh just shout out to everybody that made the weekend special shout out to uh Nighthawk and Motorboating for coming out. We had a great time with the boys from the Discord. Shout Absolutely, out to our guys. Uh, I love the picture of of Motorboating with the no shirt on, toothbrush in mouth, uh, eating a hot dog. All time moment from the weekend. He looked um, that just sexy ass picture. It is no question about it. It is. I'm gonna send it to him so he can get it up in there. And then uh, shout out to our guy Matt. Shout out to everybody uh, that you know Mamba. Uh, homie Pete, everybody that just made everything this weekend possible. Alex and, and Emily. Yes, Alex and Emily, the the OGs. All right, we appreciate and love you. Uh, just such a great time. Can't wait to come back to Martinsville and uh, and vibe out. Just it's been an incredible season on the road and just going to these races. And that was, you know, Martinsville was our last race. So just want to say thanks so much for this entire year, for everybody that's found us and started listening to us and supports us to inside tailgating to, uh, you know, for, for putting us on with the, uh, the, the motor home going to all the races earlier in the year. We appreciate you guys for that. Um, I mean, hell, it was just uh, – it was an incredible year going to races, man. So, it's uh, – won't be going to Phoenix. I uh, don't think so unless something drastically changes. I'm not – yeah, we're not going to rule it out. I'm not going to um, say we won't. But, yeah, it, it has been awesome. It's been a life-changing experience going to, I, I think, 15 to – somewhere between 15 and 18 races this year. Between Crazy. NASCAR and IndyCar. And then um, we're not done yet. We will be at the Snowball Derby in Pensacola, Florida Ooh. in December. So – if you're in that area, come to the Snowball Derby. Apparently, it is awesome. I know it's one of the late model uh, crown jewels that, uh, of the world, of the United States, whatever you want to call it. We're going to learn more about it, and uh, that's some short track racing. We'll do a little bit of short track racing. All right, I can't yeah. wait to see how it turns out. But, guys, thanks so much for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. Love you, Garage Fam. That's it. Sports Profit Repeat. It's the Garage Guys. 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 It's the Garage Guys.